Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. Episode 220. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. We are back in action. We are going to talk about AEW Dynamite. We're going to talk about bar wrestling from the new year. We're going to talk about some other stuff. But before we get to all of that, my name is John, and joining me as she does every time we take two months off is the RJ City to my David Arquette, Marianne. Hello. I've never heard a more true statement. Well, both of those statements were very true. So, <laughs> Yes, yes, they were. I'm not saying that you're what's left of David Arquette, but I am saying that I'm the RJ City in most situations. Fair. So, Fair and that's just a compliment to myself. You can people can disagree, and your opinion will be wrong. But my God, <laughs> how have you been these past two months? We're just going to go ahead and act like we totally didn't see each other or anything. No, I mean we did see each other at bar. We'll talk about that in a little bit here. Uh, holidays were good. I don't really have any any complaints. Went to a oh, <laughs> that I'm I'm trying to think of a complaint I would have, but everything's everything's going uh, as well as it can be over here. Yeah, Christmas was good at my house too. My brother came back from Colorado, and that was really nice. I was super excited to see him. Um, and then um, my friend Josh, who you know, he came and spent Christmas with us, and it was just silly ridiculous times and then my brother went out on a trip so we had to watch his hellhound dog for like <laughs> for like five days yeah and then i was like i never want to see a dog ever again and weirdly enough she's here now so oh, my god <laughs> how was your new year's other than going to bar uh i at my new year's eve i was actually at a wedding and uh oh yeah because your professional wedding guest john pingle yeah and it was actually you know it's a new year's new year's eve wedding so you're kind of like uh and i usually go back home to san jose for new year's and i was a little bummed out but the wedding was super fun it was it was a, a very good time had by honestly all. have you ever been to a wedding that wasn't fun though because you are you are like i said professional wedding guest john pingle have i ever been to a wedding that wasn't fun you don't have to name names. I'm not going to, and I'm, <laughs> but I'm trying to think if there, there is one. And off the top of my head, I cannot think of one that was not fun, remotely fun. Well, that's good. Yeah. But yeah, I went down to Los Angeles for New Year's purely mm -hmm. to see bar wrestling, and I got to see it New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. You only got to see it New Year's Day, and yeah. it was very fun. Got to see Jack. Um, got to see Yuma. Have you met Yuma? No. Oh, that's a shame. But yeah, it was it was a ton of fun. But then yeah, let's talk about let's talk about bar before we get into Naito two belts. Okay. Okay. Do you want to talk about the New Year's Eve show, or you just want to talk about the show? Yeah, the New Year's Eve show. Have you been to? You've been? To, have you been to the Baldwin Baldwin Park venue? I have not. No. Okay. They used to have a chandelier. Nice. Hanging from the middle of the room, and it had like stream like streamer like not like streamers but like uh yeah i'm just gonna say streamers okay. like hanging <laughs> whatever i don't i don't have the creativity right now like hanging from the ceiling and it was like a very dangerous like height mm -hmm. like especially if you're a flippy boy right um and i will say shit i can't remember who it was but somebody did hit this oh it was dom hit the ceiling and knocked one of the ceiling tiles 
but I mean, that was, that was a lot of fun. It was a bit tough because there was a guy that was yelling very loud. Yeah. He was at the night two show as well. Yeah. But it wasn't as bad on the night two show as it was on the night one show. It got to the point where Jack and I had to move from our good, like, view mm-hmm. across the room because it was it he was just so loud but um it was a lot of fun i got to see like rj city obviously and david arquette and it was just it, it was it was fun i like can't really recall it's it was it was um <laughs> oddly enough like i think it was the main event which is so weird i think they had the main event twice or something no the wait no, they didn't. Um, but it was RJ City and David Arquette teaming with Joey Ryan and Colt Cabana. Right there, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And you also know what you're getting immediately. And then it was these two guys that I can't remember their names and Rock Nest Monsters. And my feelings for Yuma, Yuma is such a cool dude. We talked about Zubas for quite a while. He has a lot of Zubas in various sizes. So if you ever want more Zubas, <laughs> ask Yuma. Um but that match was a lot of fun. They were punching people. Like they were um, up in the 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 turnbuckles, uh, punching their opponents in the face into the new year. Oh, that's great! And yeah, Jervis Cottonbelly showed up uh, three minutes before midnight, and I got to see Gavin Loudspeaker, even though it's it's loud and noxious now uh i got to see him ring announce for the first time in person ever and that was to me really special that's very but yeah i had a lot of fun i ended up giving rj um some magnets some uh, john waters divine magnets and he came out and found me and he was like you are just a darling are you going tomorrow night and i was like well fuck yes i am i will find a way but he uh he hugged me and he gives great hugs and he smells so good I just need to say that right now. Like his hug level is pretty high up there. But yeah, and you went to night two. So you probably remember the matches better than I do. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I could also just uh, click over to my bar wrestling results from the new year. Um, mm, we will admit now we did not watch the main event because we don't care about Teddy Hart or Brian Cage. No, and I will say uh, as soon as I think Joey Ryan came out and was like, we have one more match. And I was gone before that even happened. (laughs) Like I'm, and this is not an exaggeration. I'd say about 20 to 30 people left as soon as he said that. Now, I don't know if it's because, you know, it was a Thursday and maybe people had work the next day or if it was because of the match. But either way, 20 to 30 people. I feel like it was because of the match because they didn't leave immediately after. <laughs> right. <laughs> they went in like hung out in the back, like by where the wrestlers and stuff were, where I did get to see Priscilla Kelly uh, play the piano and sing, which was adorable. I'm really bummed. I missed that. Yeah, it was, it was adorable, but yeah, that I don't remember. Um, I mean, I do remember the matches vaguely. I mean, I, ha- I mean, we I got have to see Jake here. Atlas wrestle. We did get to see uh, and Jake Atlas insane. and Adrian Quest, who that's the first time I've seen Adrian Quest. Uh, pretty impressive. I'm going to be seeing him again in two weeks at GCW show out here. So very excited about that. Yeah, GCW. Yeah, but it was it was it was just I love every time I see Jake Atlas. You did miss on New Year's Eve. Jake Atlas did wear those blue tights that I am fucking in love with. 
Yeah, those are that I wanted to take a picture with those tights, but he had already changed and I was so upset. Those are, I love them. Those are for sure a toot, yes. They are like they are a prime toot. Like I don't think anything can beat how much I love that gear. Wonderful. It's amazing. So, but yeah, uh, we got to see Jake Atlas. I uh, got to see Pr- Priscilla Kelly again. Um, God, what else? I'm trying to avoid talking about the tag team match because it was just so ridiculous. Um, but- I mean, we had the, we opened the show with Andy Brown, Priscilla Kelly, and Ray uh, Roas. Is it Roas? Sexy Jesus, just to Sexy call him that. Sexy Jesus versus uh, Chris Bay, Eli Everfly, and Miranda Alzil. A lit, a lit, a Liz, a don't, don't hurt yourself. I just was like, Oh look, it's Eli Everfly. And I don't have particularly nice things to say about him. Uh, I mean, not I, as a person. Just, yeah. He seems like a nice guy. Every time I've, yeah, uh, he is, he's very sweet. I have met him. It's just like, it, it was I just, like him. I don't care. I'm just going to say, he it. just reminds me of a Joan and Vasquez character. And weirdly enough, I am wearing a Johnny the homicidal maniac shirt right now. Right on, right on. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that it was a fun opening opening match. Um, yeah, it was good times. And then we talked about Jake Atlas, uh, Adrian Quest, great match. That was uh, Jake's final bar wrestling show. Um, he ended up having to do his finisher twice because it didn't work the first time. Yeah, and I was like, no. But still, didn't he bleed? Um, or did he bleed the night before? Because I saw him two nights in a row, and I can't remember who he wrestled. Might have been the first night, because I don't believe yeah. he was bleeding. I can't remember. Oh, he wrestled Teddy Hart. Mm, yep, he was probably The bleeding. night before, and Teddy Hart almost fucked up several times. And I, I think I remember turning to Jack and going, Jack, if I was Jake Atlas, why would I choose one of the last matches before I report to Florida to be against somebody who is a known dangerous worker? Yeah. Why would you do that to yourself? That was a bad decision. I don't know. Um, up next, we had a three-way tag team match. Uh, the Rock Ness Monsters, Revolt, and Dom Kubrick and Heather Monroe, which uh, they are a part of Jake Atlas's little crew. So and they, I love them. Yeah, they came out and like hugged him, and then they were attacked, I believe, by the Rock Ness Monsters. That sounds about right. How? Okay, scale of 1 to 10. You can even say past 10. Yuma's mullet. I mean, I guess it's a 10. I don't get the gimmick, honestly. You don't. If you meet him in person, it will make a lot more sense. All right. So next time, next time he's uh, wrestling down there. And if I go to a show with you, I'll introduce you because he is a really cool guy. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I remember when they were um, I was super into them when they were uh, vermin or a part of vermin. That was a long time ago. Um, but I don't, I don't get what... the Rockness monsters. They have really good merch. They do. Not that but... that helps. They have great merch. I mean, yeah, I guess it helps. I don't know. I just don't get the full body suit duster thing. You you meet them and it makes so much more sense. I just like... all right. Uh, well, they won the they won the match. It was it was a fun little match. Uh, we had Dreamer Tommy Dreamer versus uh Watts next. Which was My interesting because we saw a small child get hit with a garbage can. Uh, a small child is me. I got hit with the garbage can. Okay, well, <laughs> I did too, but I'm not talk. I'm talking about the literal child who got hit. Oh, in the I know face. that literal child who I I must apologize to Mondo 
I was very vocally upset that those children were up at the front without their parents. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, agreed. I mean, they this were not being supervised. This child was crying, and yeah. I don't even think he got hit nearly as hard as I did. Yeah, I mean, and he, and then they like came out and they're like, "Who got hit?" And I was like, "Fucking me!" And then they give the ice pack to a little kid, and then he goes and gets like meet and greets or whatever the fuck it is that they gave him. And I was like, "He shouldn't even be here." What is happening right now? I mean, he it was an all ages show, so he Yeah, that's he, true. But, but he was I think, like I think he shouldn't have been up front. Uh he should have been in a seat, honestly. He should have been in a seat because the view back there like couldn't nearly have been like it looked like it was pretty good, but at the same time to me, um this kid had these children and I think I talked to Mondo about this. I was like these kids had um that entitled thing that some children have where they think if they walk away from their spot for a bit, they can come back and get their exact same spot again uh-huh. just because they're children. So just wrestling fans. Yeah, basically. And then there was two freaking tall guys that were right at the front that you, yeah, you had the problem too, where you couldn't see anything. Yeah. I mean, eh, uh, but what, whatever it was, it was still a great show. Uh, we had intermission at that point. Um, and then we had, uh, Chris Statlander taking on Giselle Shaw, which I saw from a distance, uh, but it was a, a very fun match. Uh, Statlander won. Uh, Giselle Shaw is uh, going to be a star on the Indies. So good. I mean, uh, Shaw all kind of already is a star. It's just um, she's been doing a lot of like uh, uh, women of the the Wow stuff. So yeah. She's but so good, but I, I, for, yeah, I forgot to ask because I wanted to go talk to Chris Statlander at the end. I wanted to ask her how the fuck she gets those stripes to stay on her legs. Um, I think some, I think Eddie told, was it Eddie? Shoot. Um, I think it was, uh, he told me it's that, it's that tape. The, uh, it's insane. It it's, doesn't even like bend or anything when she bends her legs. I'm like, shit, it's nuts. I love her gear. It's not oh, yeah. Jake Atlas gear, but I still love her gear. No, yeah, hers is for sure <laughs> a toot. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. Statlander ended up winning. And like you said, uh, after the you wanted to ask her a question, it was very surreal to see her signing autographs at the bar wrestling show. While in the background, they were saying next week on AEW, Chris Statlander challenges for the AEW Women's World Championship. It was so weird. Was, yeah. I was like, this is very, this is very cool. Um, we'll talk about that match in a little bit. Um, and then we had the the tag team match, uh, Colt Cabana and Joey Ryan taking on David Arquette and RJ City. Uh, this was a lot of fun. It was just. I just want to hear you talk about it. Um, Cause I, we know how I feel about it. Right. I thought um, I haven't seen Colt wrestle live in a while so that it was, that was fun. And he and Joey work, work well together. Shape. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's getting in that AEW shape, I believe. But Yeah. And I, I haven't seen Joey Ryan come to the ring in a black members only jacket. I don't think ever. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while for sure. Um, Arquette looked good. And I loved his <laughs> uh, his shtick with RJ City. Um, it was I don't very even think funny. that's a shtick. That's like their actual relationship. I mean, it better be a shtick because David Arquette's letting this dude stay in his house for free. <laughs> They're really good friends. No, so I, know, yeah. I know that. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, it was a lot of fun. I I loved that RJ said he wouldn't let David Arquette do anything. Um, He'd but, pick him up like a child and carry him back. Oh no, you don't. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, Arquette ends up getting the win. He gets the pinfall. Um, much to RJ City's uh, dismay. Which is, like, insane. I think, like, my favorite thing is the way he describes it is he, he describes him as his overly excited 12-year-old, 48-year-old son. Yeah, that sounds about right. Which is exactly the way he behaves. Like, yeah. David Arquette, it's like you see him multiple times where he's, like, at like in the corner and you could tell that it's like he's having like just as much fun watching what's happening as he is being a part of it and it's kind of adorable i love it yeah and, and we didn't watch yeah. the main event so that's that's pretty much the end of that i was just really excited for you to experience the joy that is rj city i love him uh my mom loves him uh her and i recently did sit on the couch for a long time and watched his trailer reactions to things and my mom's like he is so goddamn funny and she's like i want to watch all of them and she was like and i want to watch ones of movies that i've actually seen <laughs> but there's it's it's so funny just his oh uh, and you and i had talked about this with lauren his danhausen interview was so good yeah it was it was a lot of fun it's oh uh, and he's not nearly as intimidating in person as you would think he would be yeah he's lovely so, and you did take that picture of me and him. And then late, later he was like, I don't remember this at all. And I was like, don't do that to me, RJ. I know you remember this. My God. But yeah, Naito. Um, so Tell me about this. Let's talk about Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, I, I won't talk about it uh, uh, too long, maybe. We'll see. Um, also, I'd just like to, this is a, a random plug. My top 100 is up on that hashtag show.com right now. Uh, please go check it out. Uh, I guess I worked pretty hard on it. I mean, it's, you know, a year long thing. And then I write stuff about the top 20. Uh, my number one wrestler was Jonathan Gresham to no one on this podcast. Surprise. And does that have to do with how biased you are? No, it's all, well, I mean, sure. But also it, <laughs> it, it, uh, you know, I mean, it is my top 100 list. It is not. That is true. It is not a um, accumulation. It is not. It, yeah, and it's not like a list of wrestlers we would not let mind banging. And what is it called? The lexicon of Legerico? I believe so. Yes. It's so good, but so yeah, yeah that's my up, list. I don't. I will never have a list that's that actual wrestling related. Yeah, I'm already uh, 34 matches into 2020's list. Uh, if you must, we'll, I mean, we'll get into it right now. Um, so it's January 11th. Yeah. Wrestle Kingdom. Oh my God. Wrestle Kingdom's night one and two were, were super fun. They were both very solid shows. I kind Did of. Did Carl wrestle at either of them? Uh, yes. Carl. Mm, Did he? Sweet boy, Carl. He wrestled on New Year's Dash, which, um, was that match was fucking crazy it was him clark connors and alex coughlin and uh i'm very sure carl got the submission he's, he's a uh, star it sounds yeah it sounds it, it at least on commentary they are putting it over it sounds like fredericks is gonna have a big year i just need him to you know get out of these these young boy moves i need to see what he can well obviously he can't 
can't. Well, I know right now he can't, but at some point. And I told him to dedicate his first moonsault to me. And he was like, I got you. And I was like, you're the best. You're, And he is such a sweet person. I'm so happy. I mean, yeah. I say that every time we bring him up, but yeah. Um. So night two nights of Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, I stayed up for both nights. They were both great. Of a, course you did. A lot of fun. Um, Liger's, both of Liger's retirement matches were great. Um, it was, you know, he, he took the pinfall on both nights, uh, Taguchi pinned him the first night and then Hiromu pinned him the second night. Um, and then at New Year's dash, he had his, his retirement ceremony, which was, uh, which was very emotional for everyone. Um, but it's great. I mean, I can't really feel too sad about a dude that gave me like 30 years of his life and, um, is is going out uninjured. So yeah, that's amazing. I 100% fine with it. Um, yeah. So, uh, he's, you know, he's a legend. Let him do what he wants. You know who else should retire? The fucking undertaker. Oh my God. He should, but he didn't. So, um, <laughs> Love it. Love this board. Love this game. Uh, so, I mean, let's let's see what else happened. Uh, Juice Robinson and David Finley won the IWGP heavyweight tag team titles from uh, Girls of Destiny. That was fun. I really liked the tag team of David of Finn Juice, if you will. Um, and in a kind of surprising turn of events, uh, in a match that was uh, a certified banger for multiple reasons, Moxley uh, defeated Lance Archer to regain the IWGP United States Championship in a Texas death match, which of course, which saw Lance Archer um, choke slam a young lion onto John Moxley. It was was this young lion wrapped in barbed wire? No, but that would have been uh, amazing. I actually at one point was like, set up the young lions like a table next. Let's do it. Why not? Um, but that match was a lot of fun. The Osprey uh, Takahashi match, the Hiromu match was it was good, but I'm, uh, you know, I'm teetering off on Osprey. We'll see. I feel like I'm, I feel like you have been for a while. Yeah, I'm I'm like I mean I took I told Dan jokingly I took um a quarter of a a star off this match because a young lion handed Will Ospreay the sword before he got into the ring. Bullshit. I'm like this is so stupid. Didn't didn't uh Takahashi like suplex him like caught him into a suplex? Yeah. I there, think I saw that and I was I was like damn. There were some good spots in the match, but I mean yeah. Will Osprey always has good spots. Yeah. As showy and completely unnecessary as they are sometimes. Yes. But it was it was a it was a fine match. And then I mean, I was very nervous about Jay White versus Naito for the as you should be. For the Intercontinental title. I thought I was like, well, I mean, here we go. It's not gonna it's not gonna happen. I was that guy. I as much as I wanted it to happen for Naito, I had no I had no uh faith at all. <laughs> I was very oh sad. God. I was very jaded. Look, I'm a long-suffering Naito fan. Yes, this is true. Um, but after he beat Jay White, I, I started to believe a little bit. And then when the main event came around, which was Okada versus Ibushi, which is um, an insane match and is already a match of the year candidate. I gave it five, by the way. Um, and Okada retained. Jesus. 
Okada retained, I said, this is this is now straight up destiny. This is for sure destino. Um and I would have loved to be the fly on the wall when you were watching this. I mean, uh, for uh, Naito uh, uh, Jay White, I it was like I can't remember what time it was, but I I got up and I silently like fist fist pumped because it was very late <laughs> and I didn't want to lose my mind. But that was how night one night one ended with Naito and Okada in the ring being like, "Here, here we go. This is the main event for tomorrow." Um, and I mean, we can just kind. Can I just? Uh, Go ahead. You're going to do it anyway. I'm just trying to see if I can skip over anything. Mm. Oh, Moxley retains. So he's still the the U- United States champion. But Minoru Suzuki came out afterwards and said, I'm, oh going God. To, I'm going to murder you. So we're getting that match coming up soon at New Beginning, I believe. And, and that, you know, Moxley is like a little happy schoolboy on the inside. Yeah, I'm very excited for them to murder this is everything he's ever wanted i don't know why he wasted so much time in the wwe i don't know well he's a mystery so the main event (laughs) was uh the the double gold dash between naito and okada um winner takes all uh tetsuya naito ends up winning i became a puddle for about uh like 10 15 minutes it's another match of the year to when germany won the world cup were you Less or more me. I'm never any type of you. <laughs> Fair. Um. Yeah. I. Uh. He won. I don't recommend it. He won. <laughs> I. I cried for a good ten minutes, and then afterwards, when he he says to Okada, he says um something around the lines of. Okada, I guess this is what it feels to win the big one in the Tokyo Dome. I think he thanked him, but I'm not sure. And he says, we should do it again. And then Okada gives him the Ingovernable salute, the fist in the air. And then I cried all over again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Naito starts... I just pictured silent tears of just you sitting on the floor just silently crying. It was great. I was like, he fucking did it. They fucking finally gave him his moment. And granted, while he was going through roll call, uh, that evil son of a bitch Kenta interrupts him. And I wasn't even mad at this. I'm like, you can't take away that he's the first double champion in New Japan history and he won in the Tokyo Dome. You can do whatever the fuck you want after that. So they're hot-shotting Kenta to the top, and he's the most hated man in New Japan right now, and it's fucking great. I love evil, shitty, cocky uh, Kenta. It's a lot of fun. Sanrio Bumblebee Kenta? Uh, not yet. I wonder if he'll go back to those those tights. <laughs> I hope at some point. not. That's a terrible color combination. But we're gonna get Naito versus Kenta at New Beginning for both belts. Um, it's very exciting. Like New J- New Japan has done such a great job with um with what they're doing right now. Um, so I'm excited. Uh, the the New Beginning card looks amazing. Um, but yeah, I mean. It was fun. It was a fun we, time. You could talk about this for a while, but we're running out of time. I mean, yeah. Let's get to let's you know what? 
I mean, let's get that's as much as I wanted to talk about it because that's uh, good. Uh, let's get to AEW Dynamite this week. I mean, if we want to go over, uh, let let me just look at the card from the New Year's show. Um, and I couldn't watch anything for some reason because I get it taped every week, and then I showed it to you, and it was like weird, grainy, like white noise bullshit. Yeah, it was that very showed, strange. That showed the end of the Nyla Rose match, and then a good chunk of the Trent match, which I was like, thank God, thank I will, God. Yeah, I will say it was it was a decent show. I mean, all the matches were were pretty pretty good, um, but boy, we need to talk about this absolute shit show that was AEW Dynamite this week. The most... This week? This week, yeah. The most oh, wow. overbooked fucking nonsense in the first hour that I think I've ever seen on a show. What and do you... Why do you say that? Why? Okay. Well, let's let's get into <laughs> it, shall we? Uh, well, uh, we did a recap from last week. Um, I will say the the opening the opening match was good. Um, I'm I'm gonna be straight with this though, but um, I don't think I watch private party matches. I mean that's fine. Um, I feel like that it, the jury is out, but it's like a it's um like a a ten to two. <laughs> it's it's yeah it's I, and I'm also really hating this fifth element look they're trying to pull off. I they need with all to, the leopard print and I was like I I just can't get behind this look and I'm just like I I I'm I'm not there. The match was good until we got to the uh, dumb squealing gimmick, which is okay. Like I absolute this needs to fucking go. It's not funny. It's not entertaining. It's annoying. And if you're it's a only face, funny, then you should on be the doing indies. And even then, you can only do it sometimes. And I think in order for people to understand how terrible this is and why it bothers me so much, they need to go back and watch like old Chuck Taylor matches from like 2007. Yeah. Where I mean, he like screamed every time he got hit in the chest. Yeah. Like that shit was funny and he didn't do it all the time. And it didn't, it deliberately like it was very cleverly worked into the gimmick that is him. And I feel like with this, it's it's done on because that's done when uh, offense is being done to Chuck Taylor. This is happening on both offense and defense, which is horribly yeah, annoying. And they don't it's like they can't figure out who they are. Like they have like a surface gimmick, but they haven't been able to work in what it is that they are yet. I, I don't understand, yeah. but it was during this match. And I will mention this to you because it was very funny to me. I, I did text it to you. Um, it was during this match that some move happened and I missed it. And my mom was like, well, it happened like this. And she literally, cause my mom watches oh, yeah. this with me every week yeah. and I've just gotten her into wrestling and she just really, and she knows everybody's name and everything. And, um, she got on the ground and proceeded to poorly reenact what it was that I missed. And then I had to watch her struggle to get up off the ground to sit on the couch Yikes. again. And it was hysterical. I wish I had videotaped it, but I obviously I immediately messaged you because yeah. it was so funny. Yikes. Um, I mean, the match besides all the squealing stuff was fine. Um, but we go right into um, Hangman and Kenny Wynn. 
Um, Pac's like, give me the match. And then Kenny runs away. And Hangman's like, well, I guess my gimmick is I'm a drunk now. Um, <laughs> which is just like, great, sure, I guess. Um, Did you see the video that somebody had taken that shot of him taking a drink and then noticing that the camera was on him and somebody had spliced him into the full house theme? Yes, I've seen that video. It's oh, great. it's brilliant. It's good stuff. Um, up next, we had Chris Statlander taking on Riho for the AEW Women's World Championship. Um, I was super hyped for this match and it was kind of going well until fucking uh, Brandy Rhodes was here for no fucking reason. Um, she had no chemistry with literally anyone. Um, she, I was, I was really hating that very forced heel thing that she was trying. I hate like it. she was grasping for all the straws in terms of insults. Yeah. Like she was going out of her way to try and shoehorn things that you knew she thought was funny. Like, like she had like written down, like, I'm going to say this and I'm going to say this. And she would try and shoehorn it in. Like calling Excalibur exhibit was not good. I I the first time I really liked it, but after the that, first it was time just like, I went ha, huh. and then after that when she was like, "Why are you even wearing a mask?" and Excalibur handled it like he shut her down so hard, like nobody was even selling anything she was saying, and I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, I mean, but this was it, was it was bad. This was a women's world title match, and it was um over. She was talking over it. It was overbooked into oblivion. We had the the Nightmare Collective came out. And they were. Just... That's also not a very um, fully formed idea. No, it's, very it's surface. not. I will say it is. Um, somebody has on the Internet. I think I retweeted them yesterday said, how great would it be if all of these weird, evil cult like uh, groups ended up being <laughs> um, under Marty Scrolls uh, reign and he came in and it was actually villain enterprises. That would be so funny. It'd be great. I think that would be a lot of fun, but uh, I don't think that's going to happen. It would be fun, and but. My question is, is so like, is Mel supposed to be Tamina? I, I hope. To, well, we haven't seen. And for her sake, I hope not. We will see her wrestle next week. I have truthfully never seen her wrestle, so I'm not sure. But uh, anyone's better than Tamina. Quite literally anyone. <laughs> um. But, yeah, there's a lot of, like, interference, and it was just, like, annoying. And then this Dr. Luther guy came out, and it's like, I don't fucking know who this guy is. Why does he look like Uncle Fester? And he's, like, evil, and it was just annoying. And Rio ends up retaining, all right, I guess. It was just very... It but she was not happy about retaining, because she yeah. knew it wasn't fair. So yeah. so basically, we, we, ha we run into the... There's... Chris joined the Nightmare Collective. I'm not gonna. They ran the same gimmick three times in the show. The join our join our group. I'm not gonna. Okay, that's that's that you do have a point with that being overbooked. And I I think it's uh another thing that made me really upset that Brandy Rhodes did is she was like she's not even she's straight up tried to ruin another wrestler's gimmick. Yeah. She's like, she's a human being. She's not even, and I was like, are you serious? Are you trying to like weaken everything that she is like as a character? And I was like, we all know, like she was like breaking kayfabe. Yeah, I was. I was like, what are you doing? Like, oh, 
it made me so mad i was like why are you doing this like just let her be her like obviously she loves space she's covered in tattoos that are all planets like just let her be that person like what is wrong with you just because you don't have a particular personality yeah so whatever up next we had another insanely overbooked match that i almost fell asleep two times during um it was Christopher Daniels taking on Sammy Guevara and uh, my mom has feelings about both of these people. Okay. Uh, first of all, to me, Sammy Guevara just really likes everyone to know that he's chewing gum. Uh, when he comes in the ring, it's like obnoxious. And my mm. mom was like, he's got big league chew, hey. which I thought you would appreciate, appreciate. But every time Sammy Guevara comes up, she's like, he wrestles every week what a shithead i was like he's doing his job like it is sammy guevara week every week very true um my mom is not a fan of christopher daniels okay Why uh because she likens him to patrick stewart what's wrong and with watching stewart? him yeah and, and watching him wrestle subsequently makes her very uncomfortable she's like i do not like this okay wow all right which is which is fair and to me i just really hate wrestlers who unironically shout their finishers before doing them christopher daniels <laughs> um, that's nothing new for him but it's like you can do it like right before like if you're chuck taylor i think i think there's so many because he does it ironically yes but it's like everything he does. But yeah. I mean, I was like, oh my God. And I was just, I, I didn't fall asleep during this match. I just kind of mentally checked out. Yeah. I mean, I did too. Uh, Pentagon Jr. came out and just started shouting at Christopher Daniels to show, like why? To show yeah. him, like, show me, show me. And then he got beat. And then the Dark Order came out and said, And it was a fast count for Knox. Did you notice that? I didn't because I was so taken out of this match. Like, it was, I just it didn't was care. a, it was a really fast count. Yeah. Like, it was strange. It was even like Knox was like, I need this match to be over. This is awful. <laughs> um, and then the Dark Order came out, and they were like, Christopher Daniels, everyone thinks you suck now. You should join us. And he was well, like, And I was no. like, whoever said that? I, I don't know. I was <laughs> like, whoever said this? And I do not care about the Dark Order. I have given up trying. I want to like them because it's Evil Uno. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all in on the Dark gimmick. Order. You are? Yeah, I love the Dark Order. But I, I, do I, not get it. get it. I get it. No, I get why people don't don't like it. It's 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 another disorganized thing, and the the way they book them doesn't make them look good, and that might be my problem. Maybe, yeah. And then everybody comes out and clears house of the dark order. It's just like a whole. It's like they're the most ineffective, like failure of a villain. Yeah, like ever. Um, and then I mean, but... after that, it got a little better. Well, like the I, first I, hour was complete garbage. Yeah, it was. And then I do say I did say on the underneath this, though, is that obviously they came in, they cleared house. And I am a, a fan of Scorpio Sky sneakers uh, at all times. Oh, OK. Um, and this week they were Google themed. Oh, nice. And I, I don't even game. know if it was it had to have been on purpose. He has sneaker game and sure. we know how I feel about shoes. Absolutely. Um, I'm wearing some neon pink Asics right now. Nice. But um, yeah, it did get a lot better after this. This next match, like, I feel like that match was good. Like, it was good, right? Yeah, the Rhodes. I don't trust trust my own opinion. That's why I'm asking. The Rhodes Lucha Bros match? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, It was, you know, it kind of brought me back into the show. 
Um, yeah. But I thought immediately I went, MJF's going to get involved in this, isn't he? I mean, well. Because, like, I mean, my... every segment before this was. And you know what's funny, actually? And I don't mind when MJF gets involved in things for the most part. No, like, I don't when either. he's being clever, which but, he was not tonight. The weird thing about this is this would have been, I feel like, the time for him. But they did, like, the match. Then uh, Arn says next week Cody will tell us if he's going to be in the match. And then Instead MJF. Instead of him saying, and yeah. my mom was like, well, this is anticlimactic. But also... She was claiming falsely that this was the first time she had ever seen Cody wrestle. And then her argument was, he what? always just comes out and talks. Oh. He doesn't actually wrestle. And I was like, okay, fair, but I still feel like you're forgetting one. Well, she didn't see last week. <coughs> I assume, mainly because it was the, the all The day she watches AEW without me, I will have succeeded at everything. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, match was fun. Uh... I, I put, you'll know AEW is in financial trouble when Cody stops throwing his weight belts into the crowd. <laughs> uh, and then my only other note in this is Ray Phoenix, despite what you, how you feel about him and him not showing up. Oh, no, no, no. I never, I never say he's not fantastic. He is so good. It's just like he, on another level. He's fucking incredible. Like that rope work he did, like followed by that spinning back kick had me screaming. Yeah. We rewound it like three times. <laughs> It was, it was so good. It was nuts. Um, the, the Dustin in Destroyer is so ridiculous, but I love it. I don't care. Um, that package driver or whatever the fuck that was that Cody took was fucking bonkers. He oh, landed yeah. like all funny on his shoulder and I was like, fuck. Yeah. What did I just witness? And was that a, what just, was that wrong? Like, I don't know. It was so good. Uh, Dustin gets the pinfall after his sweet, spinning uh vertical suplex i don't really know what to or a snap spinning i'm not sure um someone will correct me that's fine the big lad won the match there you go um and then arn arn anderson who is you know now cody's corner man or at least for the nightmare family which i'm fine with because i love arn anderson uh blarn blarn anderson right yeah so i feel like i said another one of your good twitter names yeah right um so yeah, he tells us next week that we will know if he's going to face MJF. And then the next segment is MJF coming out. <laughs> it's just so weird. He comes out and uh, he is just running down Cody. And then Diamond Dallas Page comes out. And um, people start chanting yoga. And his response to it was very cute. Yeah. He was just like giggling into the microphone. I was like, this is adorable. But also, how is that retro DDP bobblehead I got you? It's fine. It's still hanging okay, good. Up. Just just checking. Yeah. I was proud of that gift. Yeah. <laughs> the dead is the average age of your fans line was my favorite. That was pretty good. But then after that, everything he did was like unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was an all right segment. Um, it just basically set up the match that we're going to get next week, which is very strange. Diamond Dallas page is going to be in a, I believe it's a, is it a six man? I feel like I wrote it down. Yes. It's him, Dustin and QT Marshall versus MJF and the butcher and the blade. Uh, so that should be interesting. I mean, we'll get to that stuff a little later. I feel like that segment, like MGF usually has way more to offer than cheap shots. Like the one he was, the ones he was digging out. Yeah. Like they're usually a lot more clever than that. 
But that raunchy shit, I was like, that's unnecessary. Like, why are why are you doing this weird attitude era thing that's going on? Like, what is this? Yeah. Like, um, I, I don't know. Up next, we had uh, the Jurassic Express, which is Luchasaurus, Marco Stunt, and Jungle Boy taking on Orange Cassidy and the Best Friends, which is uh, Chuck Taylor. You just made the list! And Trent. I was hoping you would remember. I got it. <laughs> I got the buttons right here. The green button? Is it the green button? It is the yellow button. John, I thought we agreed it would be the green button. I don't, uh, whatever. I'll change it later. <laughs> I was just mad because they chose this fucking match to not do the split screen commercial break. I mean, yeah, it's weird that this I was, was so pissed. This was the, I mean, for the title match, sure. You figure they, they would have to, uh, have to go picture in picture. That makes sense. Um, but I mean, they did it for is, every match except this one. This is technically your main event. So I don't know why they didn't. But anyway, um, the Let's Go Marco chants were amazing. Uh, the opening stuff from Chuck and Jungle Boy was great. Well, yeah, because um, Chuck. The Luchasaurus Orange Cassidy stuff was fun. I, I just want, like, I don't know if this is, if there was a moment where I missed it on one of the weeks where I didn't see it or something, but I just want Orange Cassidy to actually wrestle at some point. Like, because I know he can still wrestle yeah. and do impressive shit and keep that gimmick solid because I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen when it When he wrestled too. at GCW with, with, um, with Joey Ryan, he still did great shit. Yeah. And, that, and then he kept the gimmick. And I was like, and everybody understands his gimmick so well that it, I don't, it wouldn't spoil anything. Yeah. But I was like, right now, it's like, why? Why? Yeah. Like, he has to have something to offer at some point, you yeah, know? Yeah, for sure. Um, the, the spear out of midair from Trent was insane. My God, Trent can wrestle. Yeah. Did we ever forget that he could wrestle? I feel like we did at some point. Maybe. I'm not sure. But, um, I don't know. overall fun match. Jungle boy gets the pinfall, which is great. Cause this is, is technically his first, uh, pinfall victory or victory Dustin shouted murder. Yes, he did. See, it's okay to shout murder before you do your finisher. <laughs> Yes, it is. Absolutely. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Um and then I love him. We had the 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 final segment, which was the inner circle Moxley segment, uh, which was um I love okay, there is a picture in picture that they have to do every time and it's it's Guevara with the cards. It's the best. With the cards doing the love actually thing. Yeah, I love it. It's <laughs> it's so good. It was hilarious. Like I didn't. I don't remember him being that much of a character person, and it's he's just really coming to his own. I love it. It's Wait, it's this great. Is so funny. It's very fun. I whoever suggested he do that, uh, good on you. Um, so Moxley comes out, and he seemingly, and they go with it for a while. I it was very well done, but I think the I noticed because he the past like um for this storyline he's been consistently breaking the fourth wall with the camera right and it's hilariously genius most of all because he's suddenly giving away so much without saying anything at all yeah he gave the camera a little wink yeah and you're like okay what could that mean and then you're like wait a second like and i i i was like why am i laughing oh 
So the segment segment was fine, especially when you thought maybe for a minute like they'd go off air with Moxley being in the inner circle, but they were I celebrating. I believed it for a second. I did too. I went, oh, well, I, well, at that point I went, who's going to come out and be like, this is ridiculous. But nobody came out because, you, you know, I kind of figured we'd have Moxley has to be your face in all of this. Yeah, he has to be. But then what really got me is I was like, I almost believed it, but I was still laughing. And then I would think back to that fourth wall thing he does where he's just looking at it like, are you kidding me? I can't believe this is happening right now. Like the look on his face. But I and then I was like, oh, I know it's coming. And yeah. I think out of any wrestler, and I think I've said this before, I have Moxley the most figured out, which is weird because he's meant to be unpredictable and insane, mm-hmm. which is OK because I'm insane. So that might make sense. Right. But he I have him the most figured out. So it's like everything he does doesn't really surprise me. And I could kind of be like, oh, I know what he's going to do next. Right. Kind of thing for somebody who is so unpredictable, like. I, for some reason, just understand him better than any other wrestler I've ever seen. Like, even as Ambrose, I understood him, and as Moxley, I understood him. I just don't understand why I make that connection so well. But still, Sammy sold that paradigm shift at the end like a fucking champion. Yeah, so basically, we're celebrating, we're running down the crowd, we're running down everybody else. Moxley says, oh, uh, I think you're forgetting something. And Jericho gives him the keys to that car. And then the, the end, I knew exactly where it was going. The end was great. It was just like, hey, Jericho, I'm just kidding. I'd never join this group. It's stupid. And then he smashes a bot. He's like, the only thing you have that I want is that. And he points to the title and he smashes a bottle of the bubbly over his head and runs away. I, yeah, I thought it was funny. And I think when I for sure knew what was going to happen is when he was like, you're forgetting this. And he asked for the keys because I was like, OK, first yeah. of all, another thing that I know about is him is he's a fucking minimalist. Right. I was like, he doesn't need that shit. I was like, he has a truck that I, and he went right when he said I have a truck that I was going to run into the ground. I was like, did I not just say that to my mom? Yeah, And I was like, there's no way he even gives a shit about this. There's no way it makes no sense. And then it like happened and I went, I knew it. Yeah. I could sleep tonight. I knew it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And he, he leaves with the keys and we, we have, I thought it was Guevara at first, which would have been No, it was Jack Swagger just holding Chris Jericho. Yeah. Just like that was, (laughs) that's just an amazing uh, thing to leave on. I loved it. good so it was that, so good it was fun their closing segments have for the most part been pretty great uh especially when they include jericho uh but yeah that was fun that was AEW this week the first hour was a complete mess second hour was fun they trounced on nxt in the ratings which to me makes absolutely no sense because the first hour was so bad but yeah it's fine so you, you know what did it best yeah. friends in oh, my yeah, mind for sure <laughs> That has to be it. Um, so I let me see if they replied to me. They did not. Um, Marianne, I'm not exactly sure when Beyond comes back, when season three comes back. Because um, they had their finale, and now I'm not sure when it comes back. So I don't know if we're just going to run with AEW for a little bit or we'll do a classic match next week. I'm not really sure what we'll do, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um. Next week on AEW, we get Darby Allen versus Pac, which I'm very excited about. 
Um, we also get Chris Statlander and Hikaru Shida taking on Awesome Kong and Mel, which I guess is the name we're going with. Um, and then MJF and the Butcher and the Blade versus DDP, Dustin Rhodes, and according to Kyle, the Steve Mongo McMichael of AEW, <laughs> QT Marshall. He texted me that, and I laughed very hard. Um, and I mean, this is so far decent card. I'm excited. I'm at least excited to see, uh, you know, two two of these matches, and I'm interested in the third. So. Let's keep on keeping on here. Also, if th- we don't know where uh, be- when Beyond's coming back, did you want to like try and watch MLW or? Oh, that is a good that is a good question. We could do that. Um, look, we'll just like look into it because I'm not sure how to see it and stuff. And right. I and I also don't want our episodes to turn into like an hour of me just lusting over Simon Gotch. You just made the list, right? Which it may happen, and you know what? My the update on my list, and I, I this is the first time I haven't figured out who who is like up there. It's obviously it's like Simon Gotch, Chuck Taylor, and RJ City, but I don't know who's number one and who's number two and who's number three. All right, we'll take take a week and we'll, <laughs> we'll do that next week. We'll get your updated list. I know we didn't we didn't do it uh, because we didn't have a, a show last week. We I think we did it the year before. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll do it again. Oh, we don't even really need an update. It's just the top three that are most important and everyone just remembers those. So it doesn't. All right. Right on. So we asked for some questions and we got some questions, so we will read them and we will, uh, answer them to the best of our ability. Uh, Richard asks, when is John going to find a rich, which wrestler are you Instagram filter now? Uh, you can follow me at JP Thrice on Instagram. Uh, the new, it is quite funny. The new thing is uh, filters that randomly pick what, I don't know, what was like, what useless inanimate object are you? Which food are you? Which Dan Barry also has a very funny one, too. There's a lot of uh, different ones, and I've just been doing them because, you know, I'm home and bored, so... Um, I don't know. It, I, I, hopefully I find it soon because I'll, I'll do that one uh, right quick. You, you are going to get the undertaker and I'm going to cry. Oh my God. I hope I don't. <laughs> that would be the funniest shit ever. That would mean oh my God. the worst wrestler ever. Um, <gasps> Dan asks. Or Togi Makabe. Or Togi. I would rather be Togi Makabe straight up. Oh God. Um, Dan asks, since Marianne recently went and saw RJ City, a wrestler from my area who's doing some bigger things, who's a wrestler that you're certain could be a bigger star if they just got the uh, the right platform, if they were given the right platform? I thought about this one really hard, and I was like, I can't think of anybody that isn't already. I mean, like, obviously, Danhausen is, like, on fire, yeah, he's getting a pretty pretty decent platform right now. To, to eat food. Um <laughs> He's so good. But I I like couldn't think of anything because all of the shows that I already go to and watch and pay attention to are people that are already going somewhere. Right. You know? So and it's like in any um I guess I guess maybe um 4 minute heat um up in uh Oregon like Washington, they're pretty cool. Um, 
and they they have a gimmick that's really recognizable. So, okay. uh, um, I, I don't know. Like, I really did stop and think about it, and I was like, I don't know any like serious like. Yeah, like I don't have anybody on my radar. I that see the I thing think. is, I like a like a year or so ago, I would have said Carl. Yeah, but he's yeah he's got yeah I know, and I, that that's who I would have said. That would be my answer to that question. Would have been Carl. Yeah. So. I mean, I'd probably say Effie, but he's, it's already happening for him. He has his own show, yeah. WrestleMania Weekend. He's been booked on GCW shows a lot. Um, so, I mean, I don't know, man. That's, it's a really good question, but I can't really think of anybody in my head right now that I, I'm like, oh, yeah, they, they would, they would for certain be a, a big star if they were given the right platform. Um, huh. That is a it's, great yeah. Question. It's a it's a it's a tough one. Like a bigger oh. than they were given. Christian Casanova. That okay? I was yeah. trying to remember his name. I was trying to remember his name. Yes, Christian that Casanova. Him, that he guy, was like one of the best people I've seen on on Beyond. Uh, Beyond. He blew me away. He's fantastic. I mean, he, I mean, Beyond is a great platform, and I'm sure he will be on some GCW shows coming up. But that dude uh, has got it. And uh, I, I assume he will not be long for the indies. Uh, yeah, he could for, sh for sure be a big star. There we go. Just took us a while, Marianne, but we got there. Yeah, I know. Um, this next question, which I actually don't get, um, <laughs> it, uh, it's from uh, Mark Break Kid. Oh, you it, don't I'm get I'm sure it? it's lyrics to something. What would you do if your child was at home? Crying oh. all alone on the bedroom floor because he's hungry. You've never heard that song? I'm sure I. I it you sounds familiar did. now. And it's funny is all I saw was like the first three words of it. And I was like, this better be going where I think it's going. <laughs> and it was. Um, I'm not sure what I would do, mainly because uh, we are not planning or want kids. Um, so what would I do if. Uh... The answer is is prostitution. Oh, what? All right. That's that's the answer in the song is prostitution. Okay. Well. Yeah. Not gonna work for me. <laughs> um, what else do we got? Uh, Mike asks, which two wrestlers would you Frankenstein together to create the best wrestler ever? I love this question, but I also had a really hard time thinking of an answer. Um. Hmm. This is a tough question. I'm not really sure how I would answer it. You you had a, a hard time thinking. I feel like I would put together Keith Lee and Donovan Dijak just to make the largest person on planet Earth. Goodness. <laughs> my God, that would be insane. Um, oh, my God. Man, I, I'm I'm trying to think of somebody who who um, has the move set, but maybe doesn't have the talkie talk skills. And then somebody who has the talk skills but is kind of meh. So I could put them together and make the ultimate the ultimate wrestler, not the ultimate warrior, because then they'd just be a racist. Um, and a homophobe. And a homophobe. Just, you know. Just, just, a, just a, a shitty person. A generally bad person. <coughs> um, shit. You, would you put two Japanese wrestlers together? Uh, no, because they already did that, and he came out as uh, Kenta Miyahara. That's a joke for three people. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
four people because I'm sure that Simon Gotch would have gotten that joke. Um, Kinda Miyahara, great, good stuff. Anyway, um, shoot, who would it be? Who could it be, Marianne? Who? Who? <sighs> this is. This you should is... put all of the members of New Day together. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, man. What about Tyler Breeze and Fondango? Just combine them into one person. One just giant obnoxious. Yeah, just one giant obnoxious. Which two yeah. wrestlers would you Frankenstein together to create the best wrestler ever? I honest to God love this question, and I feel like I should take a week to sit on it, too. You know what? I would take, this is just randomly off the top of my head, I would take The Rock and Zack Sabre Jr. He would be like a Stretch Armstrong. I mean, he would <laughs> he would be somewhere in the middle, but he would have the charisma off the scales, and he would be um, a mat submission technician machine i'm pretzel he would be a stretch armstrong yeah that too um all right let's uh let's let's wrap this up here unless you can think of somebody real quick uh no i can't i'm gonna take a week to sit on it um jaron was supposed to come back with questions questions and then he didn't because he's an idiot it's fine um, and i'm sure they wouldn't be wrestling related anyhow eh, so whatever that was all the questions right i didn't miss any i i i think so all right, great. I, I feel like Nick probably asked one, but he asked it to the wrong person. Maybe. Probably me. Let me see. Um, I'm just going to check. I'm just checking. No, we're good. Um, all right. Well, I mean, let's uh, let's start in with these uh, with these uh, plugs here. Because those are always those are always. Oh, today. I have a question for you. Yes. If you could have um, a wrestling finishing move that you could give a great name to what would it be um that i could give a great name to like a, a move that you love or something like that that you already have a great name for is this this is a a move that exists yes a move that exists you know how there's like the awful waffle yeah so something like that i i mean for me uh do I have to? T I would name just a move the elevator because I love that. I think that's great. Um, but I, I mean, I don't know what move I would give that to right now. But you know, obviously, I would do like hella puns, like, like yeah, I would do like a package pile driver and call it a mini driver, <laughs> like the actress mini driver. I like that. And any any sexy as fuck pile driver would be the Adam driver. Um, or a Lisa Frankensteiner. <laughs> All right, that's good. That's good stuff. I like it. I want I want to know what listeners have to say about. Yeah, let us know their, their idea. Let us know. Fun Dan, no pressure. All right, so uh, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moon Salt. You can follow. Jam Jam Pingalo on Twitter at JP Thrice or my favorite Westeros Baby Cheeseburger. <laughs> I might need to make a comeback. I don't know. It's so funny. Um, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and uh, now Spotify and still SoundCloud. Yes. If you if you feel like being retro, just search for Tornado Tag Radio. Please rate and review us as well. Uh, like John said earlier, go ahead and give him a follow on Instagram at JP Thrice. And my Instagram is sailor.moonsault because Sailor Moonsault was taken and she tried to bribe me into giving her my Twitter handle and I, I went, you'll fuck yourself. So, <laughs> yeah, go, go ahead and do that. 
if you have the Instagram. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com, buy a Tornado Talk Radio shirt, buy a mug, buy a tote bag, buy whatever you feel like buying. Show a local talent gone beyond this by now. Somebody purchased a shirt from our spreadsheet site. I have not logged in to see what shirt it is, but uh, whoever you are, if you're listening, thank you. I, I'll just find out what shirt it is. And then we will blast all of your information on the internet so people follow you. Yes, absolutely. Uh, support TTR and all of the other podcasts on the network. Become a Patreon. Patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G, uh, anything helps this train of moving along. Um, I think that's it for episode one. Um, yeah, John has a doctor's appointment to get to wish him luck. Um, there's only one thing left to do, Marianne, so if you will... Ring the bell, house. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.